Welcome back, everybody. Episode five of the podcast. Five of the podcast. Yes. We missed a day, unfortunately, but that'll be coming next week. We have a freaking awesome episode prepared for them. But excited. Tonight's a special night. It is. It's a very special night. It's going to be the first night on the podcast that we have had a guest gracing us. Mm -hmm. We are actually joined by philosophical pangolin on twitch yes um and uh would you would you like to explain a little bit about what you do and kind of what your what your profession is pangolin okay so i am a master's of social work study uh i'm graduating in may um so for ethical reasons i'd like to point out that uh i am not yet technically an expert in anything i am still on my graduate studies uh, and my opinion should be taken as such and not being seen as medical advice. It should not be seen as advice to move forward with your life. This is my opinion as a student. Wonderful. Awesome. Wonderful. So modest. I love it. <laughs> so what do you do right now, exactly? Yeah, you talked um, a little bit. I'm so- oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say, you've talked a little bit in chat, kind of uh, what you do for work. What exactly is that? Okay. So what I'm doing currently for my internship is I work at what's called a mobile crisis line. And what that is, it's basically the way it operates is like a firehouse where you call us, I get on the line, you tell me what your crisis is, I try to talk you through it, I assess you for safety. If I find that you're feeling unsafe or you need a further assessment, I go to you in the community and I try to evaluate for your safety. Um, Sometimes that includes um, involuntary hospitalization because you may be suicidal. Somebody may be actively suicidal. Um, there are t- I'm lucky I have not really walked in on a tragic, tragic scene. Um, but there are times where my team has walked in on traffic accidents where bodies are littered throughout the, uh, the highway, where somebody has recently killed themselves, where somebody's actively trying to kill themselves. And their job is to either defuse the situation or assess the safety or try and work with the police and figure out how we can work with the public to make this situation better. Okay. Wow. I didn't, until we talked to you, I didn't even know that um, such like a a city resource was even um, available. Is this something kind of newer outcoming or is that, um, is this been a thing for a while? Well, it depends on what state you're in. It depends on how your state feels about mental illness and crisis. Um, some states have nothing and some states have a lot more. I live in a state um, where it was, our, our particular mobile crisis team um, came about due to a lawsuit against the state of uh, New Hampshire. I live in New Hampshire. Um, okay. And it was deemed that we are not utilizing beds and we were not utilizing the standard in which the federal grant money was given to us um we were supposed to you're supposed to have something called an act team um i'll save that for another time because that's a that's a whole lot of explaining um but out of that we were formed and we've had we've been around for about seven to eight years and you'd be surprised you're not the only ones who don't know we're there Sometimes even other uh, mental health services that I work with who are not in our chain 
don't know what we do or don't know that we do it. So even in the industry, sometimes the fact that we exist is uh, a, a misnomer or that's poor, poor choice of word. Uh, it's a uh, just kind of a we're a ghost, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's really interesting. So kind of a a newly emerging resource in your in your territory, kind of um, making grounds. That's that's really awesome. And so you go to the problems. Then you are a mobile crisis unit, essentially. Yes. Yep. Okay. And um, in New Hampshire, I do have to praise um, the the people that I work for because really we're doing something that <coughs> excuse me um, hasn't been done in centralizing all these services in one place. Um, because ever since deinstitutionalization back in the uh, 80s, um, there hasn't been a centralized hospital or a centralized way to care for these things. Uh, we, 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 we did that process very poorly in the 90s and it caused a lot of problems. Um, and now we're finally getting to the point where we're trying to do it right again. But the hard thing is Medicare, Medicaid, insurances, they don't cover these things. Right, right. Uh, so um, that is that is awesome that you're able uh, that you're able to do that, and that there are those uh, resources available to people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is amazing. Um, so what what are we talking about today, Penguin? <laughs> well, there's just this one. The, the first topic is something that is just personal to me. Okay. Um, and I deal with a lot of mental illness uh, in my life, in my life, and oh, in yeah. my line. I um, I can only imagine are, you've probably seen all 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 shades and forms of diagnoses, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've worked with Alzheimer's patients. Um, I currently, because of the nature of mobile crisis, I deal with everything from um, psycho psychopaths to 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 sociopaths and, and schizophrenic wow and I'm, I'm actually breaking a rule right now so i just want to let you know i'm breaking a rule <laughs> and i want to be acknowledged because i need to change my the way i i handle um as a profession it's really inappropriate for me to, to call somebody a schizophrenic or a this or a that because somebody is not their disease you know what i mean exactly oh i love that yes i love that i, I absolutely love that agree I love that. You so are somebody, not your disease. Absolutely. You are not your disease. I freaking you are, love you are that. Somebody with a disorder. Exactly. I freaking love that. So out of I, I want to touch on that. I, I know you have a lot of meat to talk about here, mm -hmm. but out of all of the cases I'm um, questions. Don't worry about it. Out, out of <laughs> out of all of the cases that you you have and that you deal with, um how often do you really see um, a disease identify the um, the um, what's the, what's the word um, the identity or a, a disease really um, shape the identity of the person you're dealing with. Um, it's hard because the the, the personality disorders so far. Like schizophrenia, um, someone with schizophrenia, if they're in a manic or not a manic, or they're, if they're in a psychotic break, 
it can very much define who they are and if they're if they are not medicated or they are um their schizophrenia is something that they cannot manage with medicine it can absolutely um just take over um i mean i've had clients who were convinced that because they got a thank you letter from a presidential candidate that they were how much information i really can't give too much oh yeah no i mean they, you they, stay, stay within your were, law of they course were somehow, yeah they were they were somehow a government agent because they got a they got a, a thank you letter from somebody you know yeah. um, so i've seen that um and then just recently i had somebody um mid assessment tell me that they got they literally just got out of jail for murdering somebody oh wow and very this very matter of factly tell me and <clears throat> wow. you know you have to keep your composure during an assessment because that's that's a lot that's a lot it is it's, how it's, do you it's, uh it's a, it's a so okay I, I have I have two questions. I don't know. I'm sorry. Do you have anything you want no, to ask? No, go ahead. Go God, ahead. No. I just I have so many I have so many I'm ways here. I want to I'm direct here. this. Exactly. Um. So. All right. I I, I kind of asked I kind of asked that. I'll, I'll 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 touch back on that. Um. As someone who has has had to deal, um. Not really. I don't think that deal is the right word. Who's had to come in contact and process that kind of in the moment stress of of dealing with um kind of unsure personalities and unsure emotions of of people with these disorders how do you personally work through that how do you keep a a how do you how do you be their rock right how do you keep this calm and level um safe environment for them to be comfortable and not give in to um you know what's happening in their head right because i mean plenty of us have have friends with disorders have family members with disorders right and i feel like a good strategy or um you know a good way to to process kind of what's happening and 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 you know mentally cope with it yourself um could help a lot yeah. of people who have to come in contact with that on a daily and, basis uh, even coming from people like that don't understand the illness yeah yeah absolutely coming from an yeah. outside um and i don't have more information than than this tertiary kind of information but my professor one of them uh is actually working on an application for your phone that you can look up a disorder and it will tell you how to interact safely with someone that's amazing. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Um, I'm not a part of it. I would like to be part of it. I'm actually considering pursuing that. But as for during an assessment, like when that person told me that, I have to remain objective and neutral um, because I need to let them know that this is their space and I'm here to help them. So we, it's, there's something called use of self, which is understanding my body language and, and my how I use my body language verbally, non-verbally to communicate with somebody. Oh, that is so great. And I love that. There's also something called transference and counter. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you, my brain always gets these backwards, so. Um, okay, can you explain the concepts is, on a basic for us? Yeah, so one of them is my emotional transference onto, some, onto my client. So, like, okay. if he tells me that, and I react like 
emotionally like gasp or, or like though, look any difference yeah, in what like you gasping, do like that would be my use of self and then my emotional transference is treating him a certain way because he said that instead of treating him like he is him the person who said it like mm -hmm. that's i need to avoid that yeah right I obviously treat, i don't want to treat this person like another client that i you know because mm -hmm. that's not them so that's transfer. I think that one's transfers. Counter transfers is when they again. I get things backwards all the time. So please, just I get it back. Oh, that's um, fair. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't keep all that in my head straight either. Honestly, <laughs> they doing it to me is okay because I need to see how they they, they react and under, understand right how I'm mm -hmm. interacting. That's okay, but I can't do that to them because then I would be doing them a disservice and treating them as someone who isn't. So and really, exactly, really the emotional imprinting goes two directions. Then. Exactly. Right. That's actually something that yeah. we were uh, uh, just today actually listening about in a book, uh, which I found that really cool. Yeah. And on our side of the the more life coaching side, it's um, you're supposed to come in without an objective at all. So you don't transfer any of your emotions, uh, your hopes for a session onto um, a coaching a coaching client. Yes. But in, in, in your in your profession, I'm sure that um, has much, much different consequences. Yes. So mm -hmm. yes. what what are what are some of the things that could happen if um, I mean, if you do react in, in that negative, visceral way to someone going through a, a tough time? Well, if I'm just doing it, just to clarify, there's a difference between assessment and therapy. Assessment right. is yes. me literally figuring out a topical version of where they are to see where I can help. Them. Okay. Therapy okay. is going into the, is going deeply deep into their life. And what do you, what do you um, figure is more applicable to, um, you know, friend of the schizophrenic, friend of the the person with chronic depression, um, what uh, assessment or therapy? What do you feel fits more into, um? you know, someone who remains close to people with these disorders. Can you repeat that question in a different way? Sure. So you talk about, you talk about the difference between an assessment yeah. and uh, like actual therapy. And yeah. I'm, I'm assuming the context in which you structure your advice and structure um, kind of what you're talking about uh, differs between um, the therapy and the uh, assessment, right? Yes. Okay. So, so for the general layperson who is is not a professional, right? But they they yeah. maybe live with someone who is schizophrenic, or their best friend has that constant uh, depression. What what genre do they fit more into? Right? Are they are they closer I to that? I do want to catch you. You did. You just say is schizophrenic. I just want to catch you on that. It is. Oh, yeah. Has has schizophrenia. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we. Yeah. I feel like that's no, something no, that we yeah, can improve on as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. As not categorizing as, someone by their disease. Absolutely. Yeah, and something yeah. that maybe you, uh, other people that are listening, may catch yourself on because right. that I mean, you're they're defining a person it. by something that they have, and that's there. A person is much more leaps and bounds more than that. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to answer your question. Um, the difference between assessing um, and, and therapy is an assessment is basically I'm just kind of getting the tertiary, like topical version of you. Okay. And I'm doing it quickly. 
so I can quickly give you services or, or recommend services. If I'm okay. giving you therapy, we're sitting in a room and I am digging into your life and I am trying to figure out, you know, what your triggers are. I'm trying to figure out, you know, the, the more in-depth diagnosis because let's just, I'll give you actually a rundown of my day at work. Okay. I don't do therapy at work. I do assessment because they're quick and they're responsive. Okay. <laughs> I will give my client that I, I, I see a quick assessment and give them a diagnosis of something that the clinician can then go, like when they go see a service, like to, to see therapy, go off of. Okay. Looking for during therapy, so okay. I will diagnose I with like, I will diagnose with like an unspecified depressive disorder instead of manic depressive disorder or seasonal depression. Like uh, it's unspecified. So it's 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 a lot more generalized when it's um in the right. in the assessment. Correct. Okay, I, that's I my understand. Thus far, that's been my experience thus far. Okay. Um, that's where I'm at. And I hold on. I want to read somebody's question. Okay, yeah. no problem. Question is, so you have to study social engineering and learning how to read as well as control your micro discretion. Uh, read. Okay, that's common. Um, understanding when you start to touch on a subject. And how, yes. The answer is yes. Um, so... I need what I my skill if I'm doing therapy that I need to do is if I just blatantly ask you a question, you're gonna put up a wall, right? Right. So I need to develop a rapport with you. Okay. You need to be able to trust me to 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 walk around in your head a little bit. <laughs> and the way I describe it, because the only way I can describe something metaphysical like this, because I feel like this is my favorite part is therapy. I want to do therapy. I want to do therapy. I want to be an independent therapist. Okay. Um, my favorite part of this whole thing is getting into somebody's head and literally, I feel like I'm walking around the dark, feeling the walls, pushing on things, seeing how far I can push and knowing when I have to walk around that entrance because it's too, too tender and find another way into that conversation by going down a different hallway you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i can't yeah. just force myself into this conversation about your father that did something terrible but if i start talking to you about that the dog that you had when you were five one day and that positive feeling but then there's a there's a something you talk about we come through the back door we're talking about your father all of a sudden well now i've navigated your brain a little bit and I, I think that's great because I, I, I personally, I feel like we could cycle that back around to that uh, practical advice for the people who um, have people in their life who have diagnosed mental illness, right? They can't mm -hmm. outright tackle their issues, face them head on. You're, they're going to clamshell on you, but instead really um, softening up and, and figuring out how their mind works, right? Mm hmm yeah. Um, and guys, um, <laughs> we're going to take all the questions at the end in a big, like, chat questionnaire. So if you have questions, okay. write them okay. down. Sorry, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's all, all good. good. It's all good. Uh, 
So, Pinglet, I know something that you want to talk about is uh, people saying they have a disorder without being uh, diagnosed and using it kind of as a fashion statement or attention and stuff. I know you wanted to touch on that so a little a bit. as a segue, how many people in, in your professional life have you run into that their, uh, their crisis was not actually a, a serious uh, mental illness? Or do you know even? Or have you run into any um, cases think, like that? And again, I, I'm going to intermittently keep saying this for the people in the podcast. I am a student graduating in May with a <laughs> yes. master's program. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not good. Not professional, not medical. Oh, this is just legal coverage for me, for anybody. Oh, absolutely. Yes, we get it. But, um, it's also unethical for me to portray myself as something I'm not yet. Right, of course. Um, so uh, with that said... Um, as a clinician, my job is to meet the client where they're at. If it's a, if it's a crisis for them, it's a crisis, regardless of what it is. Okay, okay. So, so I mean, it's 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 a crisis regardless of whether or not it's a diagnosed okay. mental illness or not. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. And I know I feel like I guess I I could be just spitballing it, but it doesn't matter what they have. It's trying to seek the figure out where and what they need to do to proceed from that spot as your mm -hmm. that's it yeah, yes that's that's really what it is it's what how are we going to deal with today and how are we going to safely have you um exist in the community uh forthwith like, yes and to to help people in any way that they may need help it's to figure out um where they mm -hmm. do need the help at where are they hanging out? Like, do they need? Did, did they just need somebody to talk to? Sometimes somebody <laughs> just needs to talk to. Um, there's, I, there's a client who, literally, is notorious for just walking into the middle of the road and just laying down until one of us gets called, and then she wow. us for an hour. Wow, that's um, that's a pretty serious, uh, pretty serious cry for help for a conversation. Um, so yeah, then I, I, obviously in, in your profession, all crises are, are actual crises. Yes. Um, so then in your day to day, then how prevalent have you seen this, this rise of wearing these self-diagnosed, uh, mental disorders oh, as a, um, fashion statement? Yes. As some, as attention seeking oh. possibility. It's it everywhere. It's on Facebook. It's 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 on Instagram. I just it's like people need their 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 this disorder that they may not even have, um, and you can never let me preeminent this, this. You can never tell by looking at somebody whether they have something in it. So that's right. not hundred percent. Right. But at the same time, you can tell sometimes when they're talking about a disorder and I know how a disorder is, is diagnosed and there's something off because it's like it doesn't it just immediately doesn't like that doesn't like yourself so if you were feeling this way you would not be doing these things okay and do you have I any do you have any examples yeah I'd love because okay. I okay so, <laughs> so PTSD right right okay um oh let me back up. i'm gonna back up one second real no problem no please yeah yeah oh 
Oh, we we lost we lost Pangolin. All right, hang on, guys. Yeah, we'll, we're, we'll we're get experiencing back some technical difficulties. We yes. lost Pangolin. He, he said to give us one second. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Assume we'll, that there's we'll, one. We'll, yeah, we'll get him back in. Oh man. Yeah. So this is this is really awesome because I mean we're hopping into something that personally I've never seen. I always look for I like try I always try to look for the best in people. Oh. So I don't ever be like oh you don't have this if you say you right. do because I I don't know. Well, uh, I feel like I feel like a lot of it is um, maybe a, a band aid for a different problem, right? Mm -hmm. That um, you know looking for attention isn't isn't a healthy habit right that's not that's not something a healthy and well-balanced adult does we don't we don't attention seek with disorders yes that's a that's a very unhealthy habit and i think that comes from an issue somewhere else i think uh, my goal at least is to identify hopefully somewhat at least where some of those um kind of kind of triggers can be coming from right what can be causing um people to 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 try to claim something like that mm -hmm. why are they wanting this attention right because yeah. if you can identify if you can identify the root of it you can help the person yeah so, you, can, you can help them walk through um why they Feel yeah, like the, they, the yeah. why I think is the the real key here, right? The the why is the is is the important bit, you know? Yes. Yeah, but there are some people that do believe they do have a disorder and they can't afford medical treatment. They can't afford to go see the doctor, but they say they do have it still, and maybe they do. Straight up, I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe they, they do, and that's why I don't feel like I'm the place, the person to judge that because I really don't know what's happening. They're in their body. I see that Penguin just yeah, I see, came yeah, back Pangolin, online. Penguin's in chat. Hello. Um, okay. All right. Well, we got it. We got him back in general. All okay. right. All right. All right. Can you hear us? Yes, I got dumped. Wonderful. Okay, awesome. All right. Oh. Where did I get cut oh, off? Oh God, turn I need to turn you bit. down now. You're um, good. Can you give me a check real quick? Yep. Uh, so Wonderful. we were okay. we were seeing where um, where you've actually seen this in uh, examples of yeah, and, and, people having yeah, and you started uh, with for example have PTSD, and then you're like, let diagnosed. me take that back a step, and mm -hmm. then we lost you because I don't know okay, if you Okay, so heard I literally me. just was yeah. speaking for five minutes to nobody. Then oh no, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so the problem is. When you have the uh, diagnosis, there there are criteria you have to fill, right. and things that that like A, B, and C have to have occurred, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. With PTSD, there are like six or seven different things that have to occur for you to be qualified for that diagnosis, right? Okay. And okay. One of one of those, and I'm gonna. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm just going to, I'm going to say this is off the top of my head, just to, the way it's worded. It may be worded differently. Okay. But the idea is going to be, is going to come across. Right. Okay. Um, with, with PTSD, it's based on a moment in time that happened to you. Something happened to you to get PTSD. Right. That suffering. Right. Cause it's, it's, a, have, it's a post-traumatic oh. stress disorder. I right. mean, it, it's in its name, right? Yes, but that incident has to have 
given you a thought of, I am actually going to die or I am actually going to be sexually assaulted. Those two things must occur. So if you're sitting there saying you got PTSD from the lady yelling about the cereal in the aisle while she's like having a, her own fit of psychotic break, that did not give you PTSD. You do not have PTSD. Do not say you have PTSD and don't put that on Facebook acting like it's something that you, is traumatizing you because PTSD is debilitating for people. So it's not a what would that be considered? Because I feel like you do have something, you are feeling these emotions. What would that be in your possible? In a, in a professional, yeah. yeah in, a, in, a, in, a, in a professional so, sense, what, what is that at that point then? There's a, there's a different, there's a different disorder. There's a different diagnosis for that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, and I can't. I'm not going to say it because I can't remember how it's how it's named. Understandable, <laughs> but yeah, a different diagnosis. It's a so. lesser. It's a lesser diagnosis. Okay. okay. Um. Now, I I, I want to touch back on something you said a second ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. You said PTSD occurs when you're in fear of your life, or yep. in fear of being sexually assaulted. Yeah. Are those the only two criteria that fit PTSD? Actually, if we want, hold on one second. I have my okay. No problem. <laughs> I'm going to get would, a little technical yeah, on you. Yeah, I would. I would. I want to have... hear yeah. some. I want to hear some technicality here. Exactly. And okay, then I, I will read something. Okay. Okay. Ah, the DSM five criteria for for PTSD. Um, first of all, PTSD can only be diagnosed in somebody uh, specific to adults, adolescents, and children. Older than six years old. There's a different diagnosis for under six years, okay? Okay. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Under Criterion A, because there's different Criterion and different subsets, okay? Under Criterion A, the stressor, okay? Okay. One of these must be required. Like, these things have to occur. Okay. The person was exposed to death, threatened death, actual or threatened serious injury, actual or threatened sexual violence in the following ways. Direct exposure, witnessing the trauma, learning that a relative or close friend was exposed to a trauma, indirect exposure to adverse details of the trauma, usually in the course of a professional duty. That alone is the very first one that is required. Okay, so what what I was gonna say, because it was it was something that was very common in what I used to do back in EMS, mm-hmm. is um, yes, people that would 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 go constantly to these terrible scenes, and yep. they would get those flashbacks, they would get the nightmares, they would uh, yep. get the disassociation from reality, right? Yes, um, textbook PTSD, but they themselves yep. were never threatened. They themselves were never in fear of their life. Well, remember, remember the first sentence of what I said. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The person was exposed to death. Exactly. So you very, yeah. You very will. Well, especially in that, which, by the way, is uh, an awesome career, and uh, very thankful that somebody like you was in it. Um, but yes, you you were very susceptible to PTSD in that career. Absolutely. So because you were exposed to death. Uh, I have another question. And I was talking about sure. this a little before, like while we're while we're disconnected, while we're getting you back in, was what if someone say um, 
believes they have depression, has the signs. Maybe they looked online. Um, and yeah, they, they WebMD'd yeah, it. They, they WebMD'd web it. Oh, and, and, I mean, they have depression with a side of cancer. But no, but they... I'm sorry, what, I'm what, joking, I'm joking. Oh, wow. But... No, but um, what if they it's... they feel like they have it and they can't yeah. seek medical... Uh, they can't seek a medical diagnosis. They don't have the funds, maybe, to do so. Yeah. What is it okay to say that you have this if you don't have an actual medical oh, thing? Oh yeah. But you, and, do, and, but you do. What, no. what if? And what if they? What if they really do have it? Do they have to have a medical no. thing for it to be actually legit? Um. So how would you go with that? So what if they do actually have it? They can't seek medical um, medical help for it. And uh, so it can't be a diagnosed thing. Are they allowed to say that they do have it? Where does that line draw exactly? Okay, so I can... there's no, uh, there's no rules saying somebody is allowed to or not allowed to. I of course. can't tell you what to do. Right, um, okay. But I can tell you my opinion. Okay, okay. I would love to my hear it. My opinion on this is that it is incredibly irresponsible to do that. Okay. Um, because it's something called self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay. Because when you are, when you self-diagnose, you have self-fulfilling prophecy and you start to notice those small things that you think are symptoms and they become exaggerated and you exaggerate them because that just is the personality of somebody who self-diagnoses. Oh my God. So you become the disease, the disorder. You, you actually try to like, or yeah. Or if you have the disorder, you make it worse. I could, I could not love that more. That is, um, I I mean, you've been around, but it's something we talk about a lot on this podcast, right? Your, your mind influencing its its own snowball effect, right? If you mm-hmm. if, if you yes. know one course of action, if you let it snowball, it just gets worse. Good leads to better, bad leads to worse. Yes. So yeah. um, that's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So so where so okay, why do you think why do you think then that people do self-diagnose like this why do you think it has the prevalence in modern society that it does mm-hmm. i think it makes this is again just some yeah i'm, I'm, I'm entirely asking person. speculation at this point um, i'm i'm asking just for your speculation i think we live in a society where attention is just so needed and we get so much more attention from negative things than positive things because when someone who who annoys you more the person who's posting pictures of the sun and the beach and their legs crossed on a vacation on facebook or the person who's like oh i'm having a really hard day my day is hard like who are you gonna pay attention who are you posting like are you are you posting on those pictures of the sun oh i'm so sorry you had a fucking great day (laughs) or are you gonna post oh i'm sorry bethany that your dog didn't you know, greet you at the door today. Like your your, your life must be terrible. Like, <laughs> I'm, like you're going to respond to negativity, and they're going to get that from you. Yes. So it's it's again, it's just it makes sense that we respond to negativity right now. So how do you do that? My life is hard. I have a disorder, and you should make me feel better about me oh, because wow. I need that. 
Uh, and oh, real wow. fast, as we talk about this, I know if I've hinted on it, I don't want this to go back on myself, but I have actually been diagnosed with depression and anxiety and that from a doctor. So I know I say yes. that during all kinds of things, and I actually want to say that <laughs> I have it's been, a legitimate diagnosis. It's a legitimate yeah. diagnosis, no, yeah. medication, and oh, all I'm that not, kind of I, stuff. I hope I didn't make you feel any lesser. No, not about at all. Oh, not about. at all. I, I, I somewhat... I don't know how to touch on this. Um, no, you didn't do anything like that. I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting to talk about, and I feel like it's something that I deal with, and that I can help other people deal with from the knowledge and everything that I've seen work for myself. And I feel like everything's everybody has different things that works for them. But if I can shed a little light and help make your day a little bit better, because I have had I have those feelings and I've it's it's legitimate. And yeah. So I have a I have a question then. What if what if you do recognize um, objectively recognize signs of a legitimate disorder, mm -hmm. um, but you you don't have a diagnosis. How do you explain what you're going through to people without using um, actual diagnosed the terms, names, without yes. self-diagnosing? Yeah. Who you try? Who are you trying to explain? Uh, friends, family. Um, sure, or or even acquaintances, right? Um, like a no, lot of people, just, even yeah. in the workplace, right? Like. Um, like I, I, I picture people that maybe transition from from military life to civilian life. They never got that okay. that PTSD diagnosis. They yeah. didn't want to talk to somebody about it, but they're probably going through that. And then that. I would like to also talk about yeah. the steps of how to diagnose and how it really works, and and what are the steps you need to take if you are feeling of these okay. things. Okay. So okay. after that, All right, I yeah, like yeah, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna do one at a time here. Yeah, um, please, okay, please. I'm ahead. sorry to, to just bombard you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm yeah. loving this so much, honestly. Thank you so much for your time. Um, you don't know how I love this. Um, you're said something good <laughs> um you said oh the military thing i'm actually writing a paper on that right now okay um, that's my it's my current news project uh, it's ptsd in the military um trying to figure out um i'm doing actually right now i'm doing a lit review and then okay. i have to make an argument on how we can improve our treatment of it okay because a lot of, and based on a couple of articles I've read, shame behind PTSD with the symptomatic uh, nature of it. Um, why, why do you think there is a shame behind it? You know, I don't, I want to say, I want, you know, speculation, I want to say when it comes to military at least, because I can't speculate on civilian PTSD. Uh, and there's that that's a whole nother argument right two yeah people. yeah um, military individuals have a just a sense of strength that they're supposed to just be able to cope with what they've seen so that vulnerability and, then is yeah. what looked down upon amongst peers yeah um so it's it's one of those you know tough guy bootstraps kind of thing okay i understand i get it so then okay yeah so, so how would you go be about, able to explain a possible yeah, discussing a potential mental illness with not actually people having in your a surrounding. diagnosis exactly oh well that's oh god that's 
that's hard. That that's not a, a re, that's not real advice I can give you without actually sitting down in therapy with somebody. Because okay. Your life and your environment. So it, something called Bowen's environmental theory, right? Okay. That's what the entire social work thing is based on with with our with our therapy. I don't do psychology. I do I do systems theory. Um, Sorry, a reminder, guys. This is happening live. I yes. forgot to turn off alerts. Um. So, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> All right, uh, train of thought. Oh, Bowen systems theory. Um, basically, what it suggests is 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 I look at how the environment from the macro level to the micro level influences you as a person. And then you, how you influence your environment outwards. So I can't sit there and give you an all-encompassing, this is how you talk to somebody about your mental illness, because I don't know your circumstances. Okay. Okay. I don't so, know the people in your life. So um, let's just say that you, you possibly have the feelings of um, uh, this possible disorder, uh, mental illness, how would you go about uh, uh, going to seek help? Uh, because I know, I know now mental illness is starting to become a more, um, more less of a taboo thing to talk right. about. It's There's more of a common thing. Stigma. But there is still people saying, "Oh, you're just having a bad day," or "Oh, you, know, you don't just actually, shake it yeah, off. You you're don't fine. actually have, you know, you yeah. don't actually have X Y Z. And that's not real, et cetera, et cetera. How would you go about and combating those, um, those things and actually trying to go getting a diagnosis? And how does diagnosing work as well? Okay. Okay. So I'm just, just for the sake of ease of conversation, let's just say someone has insurance. Okay. Okay. Go to your primary care and sell them the symptoms that you're having, right? Back up, tell them the symptoms during your physical or whatever. Okay. They're not going to give you much, right? But what they can do is they can make a recommendation to you. And on the back of your card, you call that hundred number, one eight hundred number. Within your network, your insurance will recommend people who take care of whatever it is that your mental illness that you want to have um, checked out. They're going to give you a list of people who are qualified and in their network. Okay. Now the problem with mental with with, with mental illness and mental health is insurance only pays for up to eight sessions. Okay. Basically, it'll. Um, in most cases, it's like eight sessions. And this is where things fall apart. People will start to go to therapy for like a day or two and then stop. They'll be like, oh, well, it wasn't working for me. All they did was ask me questions. Fuck me. Well, that's because they're not grasping what... And, and to me, that means the... To me, is an opinion. That means... I, I didn't the catch it. I'm sorry. You, you you faded out. You said to you it means what now? To me, it means the professional's not doing their job. That's the way somebody's coming away from it. Yeah. Because what I think when I hear that is they didn't explain to the person the reason why they're digging in those questions. Because I need to, as a professional, quickly 
build up a build up an understanding of who you are in your environment, right? Right. Just yeah. To exactly. You. So, because I only have eight weeks to get to know you, and and then send you off with some diagnosis that you can work on, because. I am only allowed to treat the symptoms and not work on you as a person because that's the way insurance works nowadays because we don't, for some reason, value it uh, and, allow, and force them to pay for more sessions. Wow. Unless you're going to pay me $160 a, a, an hour to $200 an hour out of pocket privately. Wow. So what do what do people usually do then when they when they they feel that okay they 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 went to two or three sessions um they're not walking away with anything um mm -hmm. what you know what type of of things do you normally see from those people what are what are the signs i guess that that people are still going through something that the therapy is not working that um they they're just trying to band-aid this and and push them away right what what, what type of signs do you really see in those people I haven't done enough one-on-one uh, -on -one therapies yet to, to really form a generalized opinion, I guess. Oh, man. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, oh, man. So, um, I would... Do you have any resources uh, for people that... Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting stuff off of chat right now, writing down questions to ans to ask you is, um, like, things that I'm in a crisis. Oh, your next appointment's in three months. Um, are there resources people mm. to reach out to? And also, um, uh, and the insurance is like, oh yeah, here's a couple of numbers, but they're all like disconnected or they're not accepting new patients, oh, etc. How, how would you go about mm -hmm. finding, seeking the help without there being help that you can find? Is there other avenues? Do you have to uh, just search farther and farther or how does that work exactly? That, that's... Or exactly, that's, I'm frightened of phones and I can't yeah. make phone calls. Here's a list of phone numbers to call. The, True yeah, story. Yeah, I, yeah, no. I, oh, I, yeah, I, no, I did the no. same thing. Man. Oh, man. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, because I've, just, I've seen I'm that. I'm just sitting here. I'm just taking these are, these all are this hard in. This questions, is... and I'm sorry. These are things that people just... I, no, I, I don't true. know answers to either. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I, have an and answer. And if you don't for, have answers either, we'd love to. I don't feel like there's any shame in admitting though that yeah. there's not an answer for a really tough or question. Or you don't and, have an answer for it. And you, want, but, you know what? You know what? My answer to that is. Yeah. That's the problem. Okay. That's that's the problem. Like you you've literally just. It's the problem. Like there's no answer to that. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's it's incredibly difficult to do this on your own. So, what doctors are able to like? What um, actual doctors are able to uh, diagnose you? Are there specific types? Um, what uh, what if you go to your general doctor uh, that gives you medication and then refers you further on to another doctor? Okay. So, and this, this, okay, this is kind of where my knowledge breaks down a little bit. Okay. Um, so your APRN will do your, your medicine or a psychopharmaceuticalist. Okay. Um, if you're seeing me as a social worker, as a therapist, you're not getting psychotherapy. You're, you could, but 
you're, you're typically not. If you want psychotherapists, you're going to see a psychologist. Okay. Um, they'll work on your brain and they'll typically work with somebody who can die, give you pills. I don't do pills. I don't. Okay. I do nothing medically um, because I. That's just not how I think the world is solved. Understandable. Okay. 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 I like that. So, uh, are there other avenues if you do have um, some of these? Uh, uh, some of these illnesses that um, you don't have to take pills because I know pills, there's a lot of people that are just like, I don't want to take pills, this and that. Uh, yeah. Are there other ways to handle situation? And maybe one of the main factors is, oh, if I go to a doctor, they're just going to prescribe me pills. Are there doctors out there that you can go you know, see LS, that I won't just, dis- to, yeah, ex- yeah. Ex- yeah, give you pills go, to solve it? Go to an LISC W, which is what I will be when I get licensed. Okay. Um, what what is about. that exactly? L-I-S-C-W. A licensed independent social worker. Okay. 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 Which so- means that's when I would that's that's when I would be like in two years after I get my license, I'm an independent social worker and take on clients under my own insurance. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right. That's private. It would be I would be a private practitioner. Okay. Um. And I would treat you under the, envi- the, the under the environmental theory, and not the prescription. Theory. What is so, so? Would your name be on one of those little cards, or would there yeah, be? Some- it would be on the door. It would be on the door. <laughs> okay. okay. So okay. the door, and would would um I guess looking for that actively online, uh would probably be the best way to find you if they don't know of you specifically. Yes. So there are. There again, I don't have the, the names, of the websites, and everything, but no I can compile them and give them to yeah. somebody who ever asked me. But there are websites that lead you to social workers and th- psychotherapists, and they list their expertise and they list what they focus on. Okay. Like, like you could use CBD um, mm-hmm. or CBT, which is cognitive based therapy, which is talk therapy, mm-hmm. which is the most common for us. And then there's okay. DBT which is dialectic-based therapy, which is typically for people with uh, borderline personality disorder. Okay. It's very intense. It's very intense and very rigorous. Um, okay. There's, like, lots of different things. And then you could do focuses on, like, I would f- focus on bipolar disorder or uh, I would focus on anxiety. That would be my specialty. So you'd come to me. And I'm, ver- I'm very well-versed in anxiety, so you'd talk to me. Because so, I have that under my specialty. So what what is what is your particular specialty then? I don't have one yet because um, I'm doing a um, advanced generalist program, and mobile crisis is so generalist that I do the assessments, and I most of my diagnostic stuff is unspecified stuff. Um, once I get out, um, I have not decided where I want to be in specificity. But I do know my demographic, which would be marital therapy. Okay, okay. wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Marital therapy. Huh. Okay. So God, we've uh God, we've gone through so many. We've touched on a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't know where to where to cycle through. Yeah, I don't know what the I don't even know what the like the title of the podcast is gonna be. Yeah, there's just I mean, so it's much just, we touched just on. Mental health. Mental health. Just that that's literally what I'm gonna title it. Just freaking mental health. Mm-hmm. Um my God. 
So is there anything that you else want yeah, to touch what, what on? Yeah, what would you, God, what are some things that you feel would add value to this, this, this conversation we've been having mm-hmm. as a whole? What are some things that you would like to touch on? Oh, goodness. Um, don't trust studies that you don't look at yourself. Okay. Just, like, that's really, oh, and an anecdote for you. Go ahead. Um, the, remember when I told you we should not tell us, you, you should not state things as somebody is schizophrenic? Yes. There's one exception to that. Okay. The only person that you could describe as is their disorder is a psychopath. Okay. Can you because, can you explain? Yeah, explain why one, that well, is. That and, and I have I have one little question that always uh, that I I've never found a good answer to. Okay. What is uh-huh. the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? Aha! That's why. This is exactly why. Um, a psychopath is born that way. Their frontal lobe. They are incapable of empathy. They oh, are. Wow. All, all of the things that make up a psychopath, they are. It is in their frontal lobe. Okay. I did not so know it's something that. So that it's, 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 be... a, it's a physiological disorder, then. Right. It is It not, is the same as having, the like, high blood it's pressure just... or something like that. It, it right. is, like, an actual physical is. debilitation. Is physical, you, are, you are a psychopath. Interesting. Um, the t- oh, by the, 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 the top job for psychopaths is the CEOs and CFOs. Huh. Um, a sociopath is created. By Interesting. Their what? So, what do you what do you mean by that? Can you can you give a little more specific on that? Mm, uh, how do you how do you create a sociopath? Because that 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 right there that's a very interesting statement in and of itself. Yes. Well. I want to make this very um asking for a friend yeah 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 because there's there's documentaries on on this this is like this could go forever and ever yeah i i remember even barely touching on it uh in psychology when i was in college as well on uh yeah. on it's it's pretty much just i i it's so much it can be so much it feels the like there's is, a whole lot to it honestly there is. Um, it's. It has a lot to do with their their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. You know, it trauma, abuse, rejection, adverse react like conditions. Um, sometimes it's a response. It's a. It's a. And again, this is kind of a, you know, somebody who's new to the field. The way I understand it, it's okay. I mean, that's a fair. Response. Yeah. It's it's a it's a survival response. Yes. Huh. Is the way I kind of the way I kind of understand it. It's right certain now. situations that yeah. you go to go through uh, normally in your younger uh, stage of life that shapes uh, d- 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 develops your brain different ways. Basically, it's like developmental things. If I, okay. I, I, I I haven't been in college in a while, so I could just be that is wow. But I remember no, that's, psychology that's, that's, was wow. That's pretty, yeah. That that's just about it, because it's wow, like wow, what happens wow. is like you as a person, as a child, will start to learn that lying or doing certain things 
is how you survive. And then it becomes ingrained in your personality, which brings us into um, one of the topics I posted to you earlier. Uh, it's called the Erickson's theory. Um, Eric Erickson uh, and his um, theory on, on, on um, basically growing up. Um, okay. If you so the Eric, the Erickson model, boop, 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 I just had it. Um, seven stages of, of growing up um, from infancy, early childhood, preschool, school age, adolescence, young child, young adulthood, middle adulthood, and maturity. And in, during each stage, um, there's a conflict um, that has to be resolved and learned from. Oh, I've, I've, heard, I've, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard before. of this as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, the first one is trust versus mistrust during infancy. Um, and what I was understand from one of my professors, because I haven't applied it yet and I haven't seen it, but when you're doing true um, like therapy, um, sometimes uh, regressive therapy um, is how you have to do things because you realize that they were stuck in a developmental stage. And according to Erickson, you have to go, you have to regress all the way back to that stage thing and then you have to progress again through the other stages you oh just wow so can you so, can 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 someone because you say a sociopath is created right so a sociopath yeah. is created in one of these developmental uh, stages can you regress all the way to that and quote unquote cure sociopathy that's a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, is there That's any any sort of studies on this, or? Uh, I'm sure there is. Um, I've never, I haven't looked into them because mm -hmm. sociopathy is not a in the diagnostic manual. Neither oh, wow. is psychopathy. It, they they are two independent things that stand outside of it. Um, and then there's the manual. Okay. So yeah. Um, typically, they're, they're, they're traits um, that are inherent in different disorders. Okay. Like, so, like, bipolar can have uh, traits of psychopath psychopathy. Okay. Like psychotic traits. Well, that's, that's, that's really interesting. And, and I, I guess if you, if you don't know that, that's uh, definitely something I really want to look into because That's, I I love yeah. and I've always loved how the brain works and how oh, yeah. it affects how different stages of life and everything affects people. And I find it just all very fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, for sure. I mean, I don't I can't. I honestly know so little about that that I don't even have an appropriate way to answer it, the question. That's well. wow. So, all right, I feel like we've we've gotten way off on a yeah, tangent. We well, it's, well, it's so freaking interesting. I love I love the 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 deep uh, what is it like psychological science behind mm -hmm. it, right? Um, what the the meat that we were we were really like covering earlier was. Um, these fashion statement um, oh, self-diagnoses, yeah. yes. right? Um, and one thing I really wanted to ask and talk about mm -hmm. is sure. what what do you feel 
is something all right so someone's having someone's looking for this this negative or this this sort of reaction at all they figured negative reactions the best they make up a disease they fall into their self um you know their their own uh snowball effect of of bad thoughts and negative emotion um what um i'm sorry i just i just had my train of thought and it just go, left go the ahead. station without me on it um pulling back um so what what are some what are some ways that we can help people deal with that in a healthy way instead of instead of encouraging and giving the um uh, that intention that just continues the cycle of abuse and misdiagnoses what is a way that we can deal with that in a healthy and constructive way that ends up helping the person solve their problems long term oh that's that's a loaded question is it um helping somebody who is in the mental state what i hear what i'm hearing from the question i might be wrong i, I got I was okay looking at a, Oh, sorry, I was reading a question in chat too. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll cycle through all the uh, all the mm -hmm. questions yeah. at the end. Of yes, course. we will. Mm -hmm. What I what I'm hearing from you with the question is that you want to know if there's a way to help the that person, um, like get through that part of their life. Right, because I mean, obviously, there's there's a an issue or a stressor causing them to yeah. look for uh, attention in an unhealthy way. So mm. how do we really identify the root of that unhealthy desire for attention? And what are some ways that we can help them work through it in a more healthy and constructive way? So I think another way to specify oh. that is that we as us too, or we as in other people, or we as in... Is that's that's is okay. The that's... royal we as like a friend we of the... I think I think uh, I think the best we in this scenario is a friend we right uh, people friend people acquaintances and and people in your life I don't feel like we as in Barrett Holly we is necessarily the best for this because um, I I fundamentally feel that life coaching um, is not therapy it is absolutely not therapy hundred percent is not therapy at all yeah so that I mean, is it would not... actually be um... I would lose my license if I used therapeutic um, interventions during a life coaching. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I mean, the, it, you know, while it can be therapeutic, it is it is not it to can work. Feel through. therapeutic. Yeah, it's not. It's not therapeutic. Yeah, it can, it can, it can, it can, yeah. Yeah, it can feel therapeutic. It, it, it's not designed to work out your deep seated mental issues. Yes. Right. I'm not there. Like the capacity in which I would, like, I could not use the same techniques. Like under my license right exactly yeah. so oh, we yes. as we as friends we recognize that our friend is blasted on social media yeah. that they are they're depressed or they're trying to say they have their they they have ptsd and you know as a fact you've known them for years this is a new thing this is not a legitimate thing they're not showing the textbook signs or um you know the, the the trigger for their quote unquote uh, developing PTSD was a minor non-threatening thing. So you recognize this as as the cry for attention, not the mm -hmm. cry for help. Um, here's here's the thing. I have something that I can here's maybe the... help okay. with that as well. 
Go ahead. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Go. Okay, go oh, ahead. Okay. Oh, I was going to let you go, but that's fine. What were you um, going to say? Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, what I would personally do is... Mm-hmm. We first off don't know what's happening in anybody else's head. No, of course. And, and that's, that's yeah, one of the no. things that we always have to keep yeah. in mind is you don't understand other and people's you, thoughts you, and feelings. You may be best friends with someone, but maybe they don't want you to know they did go to a doctor. They did do this. But if by some reason that's all and you might have the suspicion, why don't I would just straight up, if you're really good friends with them, I would straight up just talk to them. Be like, hey, I, I see that you did this on social media i i like that you're saying that but this is something that we actually talked about earlier in the podcast okay i'm addressing a problem with someone who may be going through something head on will likely hit a wall well i mean i feel like you as a friend you already have broken that barrier and if you're reaching out to them directly like that you already have done you've already i mean you're not going to be like not a friend and just we're talking about friends wise i feel like yeah yeah i i get what i get what you're saying i get what you're saying i'm gonna interject okay go ahead Uh, please do yes please because i might be doing it wrong what i think i would do okay this is this is my again this is my version of reality right and and that's why you're here is so we can listen to your version of reality and i i love to hear and take anything off of it yeah um with that said it'd be if we're acting in a scenario where it's a friend you have to one how much emotional baggage can you handle how close like you have to weigh yourself versus versus what wow. you can carry from this person that's, wow how much that that's wow. crazy wow. because you really like is this something that you, you can, can mentally complete? handle Right? Is this is this baggage that you can take on? Wow, that's that's I think that's a lot of things oh that people. Oh my god! And that's a lot of things to for everyone to think on, like even us. I mean, it's that's, you have to be. Like how it, yeah, go ahead, keep on going. It's about, it's about how you. It's about communicating. This again. This this is the more my why I want to do. Okay. Like yeah, keep on going. Communication part. Um, it's about how you communicate. Everything is about how you communicate. Uh, you could approach it in one way and say, oh, friend, um, I see that you're having some trouble. I don't really know what I can do to help, but in some limited capacity, if I if you need something, let me know. Okay. Um, or you can be like, hey, friend, I totally, I have a, I have family member who's got the same disorder, and if you like need advice or you just want someone to yap at, you can yap at me. But you need to be ready for what that is going to entail. Because yes. if, go- if they take you on and they say, sure. Oh my God. You are now in their world and you have weight because they're going to yap at you. Oh my and God, I love that so much. But now you've put yourself in a position if you retract that from them, you may do damage because you've decided wow. I can't handle this. Doing wow. damage, doing, doing damage. damage with trying to do good. Exactly. Oh my god. I feel like that's something that that happens like all too frequently, right? You, yeah. You, people reach out with good intentions, and then they realize halfway through that they um, they can't take it all on. Mm-hmm. Oh man. God, that is so good. Oh my god. Wow, that's that's crazy. 
Oh wow! So wow, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm blown away by that that whole that whole like thought process there. I love that so much. Yeah, um, and that's something that. But it shouldn't. I mean, through that thought process, if you're like, okay, I mean, this has been my best friend for years. I feel like I can take on this baggage. I feel like I can help them mm -hmm. out. What are the ways to proceed then? Again, and it's just the everything has to do with the language in which you deliver your intent, right? Okay. Um, so, if let's let's say you want to take on that that baggage, make it very clear. Hey, listen, I don't know. You could you you could know nothing. Hey, I don't know anything about what's your what's going on with you, and I've got like hour of time let's go get coffee mm -hmm. and i will just listen and nod and agree and if that's all you need mm -hmm. i can be that for you but i can only do that for the hour other other than that i just need you know a more positive interaction with you like just in some in some way communicate that yeah wow you have to you are giving them the box to exist in your world while offering what you have as a friend to help them says so you're setting parameters and expectations ahead of time before so they don't expect before. so much and you actually right. yeah it actually hurts because them at a certain point oh i love this conversation so much mm -hmm. and we do this thing where help 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 and then you exhaust yourself and you're not communicating with this person and you kind of withdraw a little bit uh-huh and some people will see it as ghosting or you you let me down this time. I, I got so used to you doing this for me uh -huh. that now that you didn't do it this one time, my world is crumbling. You don't know just how valuable or what value they put on that interaction with you. Wow. Oh, until you take it away. That my is my God. That is crazy. So I have another thing. I, what would be your suggestion as we are now getting into life coaching and everything? Mm -hmm. What? do you suggest from us going through those things and should how should we handle that those situations well for because starters recommend them to a health professional of course of course always yeah. recommend to them a health professional always if they feel like recommend them help yes um, but through, but through life coaching never, never tell someone go get help <laughs> like, yeah never tell somebody go get help okay all right yeah, um, okay. i want to so, i want to yeah, put, put a pin in that real quick yeah i want how to do talk you about broach, this how, yeah how do you broach that conversation with somebody how do you i'll give you the words okay have you thought of getting help oh wow okay okay so have it more of a yeah, have you thought of when, getting when, help? When an idea is someone else's, yes, it's much more approachable. And yeah, that is something you, that you, we have been doing, and we have yeah, been studying. Yeah, that's entirely on, relatable that's, on on our side too. It, yeah, it's basically asking the correct questions to making them realize, make things, their own make connections, them, their own connections. Exactly. Like you could be like, hey, so Holly, if I if I mm -hmm. was to if if I may use um, the example you gave of course you said you were, use me with anxiety yes. Um, so if I, if you were my friend right okay. now and yeah. you came up to me and we noticed this all went down. Okay. Holly, um, have you given thought to help? Is that something that you want to do? Um, I, I haven't given thought to it yet. Um, what do you suggest? Well, 
there's the, the number on the back of your card, but I could also, you know, because I have time, I, I'll gladly sit down with you and find help you find somebody because I know it's, you know, exhausting. Yeah, I would very much like that. And I, I love, all yeah. right, right there, I love that you framed the help that you were offering as their friend. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being you un- you allowing them to unload that baggage onto you, your help that you're providing is helping them help themselves. You're helping them find a connection to get help. Yes, it's not yeah, yeah. completely like, oh, what are you going through right now? Oh, this is like, amazing. It's... This is there are so many good strategies right here. This is amazing. I talk to my friends like this all the time and they get I would love to sit down and talk with you, like just like just, after yeah, stream, with a, with if a you notebook have... and just just write crap down. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Oh my god. Um, we have, yeah. however, been talking for like an hour and a half already. Yes, and normally our podcasts yeah. are about an hour. Uh, is we, there anything yeah. we want to touch on? I, and while we're touching on this, is, yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to 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 come on to on topic real quick? Yeah. While um, and you're then talking... I have some like. Other oh, no, thoughts I'm and ideas. Straight to, the, straight to the uh the other stuff. I'm good. Okay, okay cool. So, so guys, while um, you're touching on this, uh questions from chat. If guys, yeah. if you have any questions, um thoughts or comments or additions yeah, or anything thoughts, you'd like comments, to expound upon. Anything ever. Um, let, uh, put in chat at Octomouse. If you want to keep it private, uh, send us a discord message. We will and, not say yeah, your name we out will, there. Yeah, we will not speak we the are, name. We are the only ones that will see where it comes from because we don't have a better yeah, way to we'll do just, that we'll currently. We'll just read the message out loud okay. without, without Absolutely. content. Yes. I will, I will treat it as though I am protected by HIPAA. Okay. I love it. No problem. I absolutely love it. So, so while, while chat is getting their questions going, um, I'm going to ask you, I want to ask you two questions. One, uh, what are your closing and summarizing thoughts for this whole talk? Like, what, what, what is a summary that someone could get from this whole conversation? Oh, gosh. Uh, we were so all over the place. I know, I know. Way. That's a tough one. Or even a couple um, closing things. Yeah, it doesn't just, have to be just, all yeah, just one a couple, a couple closing overlined things. Yeah. Something to chew on for everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, know, what, know what you're saying in, in the way you're saying it. Um, choose your words um, accurately oh. and your emotions uh, behind those words. Speak um, with purpose. I love it. Don't... Don't don't chastise people for having a disability. Um, be patient. Like that's really the best I can say. Uh, and just treat treat them with kindness. When you see somebody who's struggling, just be nice. Just that's all you gotta do is just be nice. Fucking love it so much, God. God, I love it. I love it so much. And then my last question for you before mm-hmm. we get mm-hmm. into chat questions: mm-hmm. If you had to summarize everything you know all of your education all of your life experiences yep yep wait for it into into one thing what would be your one tip to help people live a happier life um change your socks in the morning i don't know (laughs) wear, wear fresh socks every day okay Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is, okay, no, let me just no, rephrase no. this. What is one thing you see people struggle with the most that makes them unhappy? 
and how do you oh. think they could go about fixing that? Okay, there you go. Oh god, that's that's, that's or working um, on it. Stop getting caught up in what somebody says and start watching how they act. Because sometimes just because I'm, just because someone has an opinion that doesn't mean it defines them as a person. Because my life motto is I have the right to change my opinion by the time I'm finished speaking it. I, and I refuse to be held accountable for it two years from now. I, oh my God. I love it. I'm, I'm freaking, I, wow. I'm I literally already, cannot yes. with this. That, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm already like in my head scheduling you for further, for further yeah, podcasts. Oh yeah, this oh, is, yeah. oh yeah. Expect, expect us to invite you back on, please. Yes, if you, if, if you if would you have would us. like to come back if on. You'd, if you could, if you'd like to. This it's is been fun. This has been so incredible. I feel like, oh my god, mm-hmm. this has been just so fucking incredible. Um, okay, so uh, without, I'm sorry, without further ado, um, so this uh, first one's from chat. Uh, the problem I see with individual self-diagnosing with mental illness is leading to increased uh, social unacceptance of people who are actually diagnosed with ADHD, ASD, depression, or any other mental illness. So my question would be. How do you get people to understand the difficulties of individuals with disabilities face uh, with peer acceptance, especially since those disorders are commonly misdiagnosed and there's some uh, and symptoms mimic each other so closely, making it easy uh, to self-diagnose for at. But mm-hmm. you, you get the just the, the question, yes. right? So trying to get that question. Um, sorry, there was a lot. Um, uh, so, so I'm, I'm simple. I'm very, I'm very simple. I'm, that was a lot of words. Okay. Uh, where, how do you get people to understand the difficulties? Basically, how do you get people to understand the difficulties that come with these disorders? Okay. Uh, we need to educate people on what these disorders actually are. We need to stop letting media like TV and movies and news dictate what we see about these disorders. Because although I love the movie Joker, his mother was portrayed with a narcissistic personality disorder, and so is kinda he, and then they portrayed him simply as a violent person who couldn't handle life. It's not always true. Like, yes, I get the correlation, and I theatrics. So but what is uh getting your information? It's so misleading. What is a resource that um you can direct people to to actually provide legitimate um, education on these disorders then? Honestly, if you're ever curious about any disorder, you just have to Google it. It's really that easy. There are organizations that will, a a lot of the times you could find free group group supports for people with disorders, like for people with family members of disorders that you can go to or for like a small fee attend. Like okay. It's not okay. Difficult to find. okay. All right. Um, according, oh, sorry, Atronalist Mage. Sorry, I just mm-hmm. botched that. Um, it's yeah, just Mage. It's all good. Yeah. Mage, just going to talk to your doctor is not necessarily. Yeah. Well, not. Let me say. Yes, go talk to your doctor for medical questions, but I will give you the the drawback of talking to your medical 
primary uh, PCP. Okay. A lot of the times, PCPs know nothing about mental health, and it confuses them. So know who the should you go the to first, then? Um, unfortunately, we don't have mental health PCPs, do we? No, we don't. No. No. And this is, again, a drawback of the system. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really freaking is. Oh, do you feel like man. we may have them in the future as it now is becoming less of a taboo and more of a thing that people are open about? I hope so. Um, without without going down the road of politics, the Democrats are pushing. There are some Democrats pushing for uh, inclusion of mental health a little bit more okay. in their, their, their Medicare plans. Uh, the Republicans are not doing. That's the only. That's the like not keeping politics out of it. That's just the reality of the situation. Right now. Okay. Wow. Um, if we have any more questions, guys, we're we're taking questions now. Yeah, taking well, questions, question, comments, concerns I, I know, about I everything. Know we had, I know we had some stuff earlier, it and was. if I could if I could find it earlier. I know we had something from uh, uh, Addy. Quad. Quad. Yeah, any anything oh, that uh, anything that you had written down or that you recognize, I would um, I would love to. Uh, I know we had something from Addy in yeah. the chat. If you wanna, um, so this is actually a comment I see, and I I like this because you touched about uh, touched back on this earlier um, about the whole strongman persona between uh, military men. Um, yeah. Someone who came and in said, uh, "Let men, uh, let men be men, or society will collapse. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times." Um, okay. What is your What is your take on that? Because I, I see a lot of I see a, a lot of societal uh, pressure just in that little quote right there. That's all. <laughs> that is very Roman, if of, of it's a ro- very Roman. Yeah, I guess is the way ancient, like an ancient capitalistic view on how things work. I guess. Yeah. That makes does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because because realistically, that's such a tertiary way of thinking about the world without diving into the realities of you know power like you, yeah. there's so much more to it than that that many of us in unfortunately a lot of 99% of us who have opinions about things don't have nearly enough knowledge to have opinions about those things um, once you escape the, the box and the confines of the, like a governed system the world works a different way mm-hmm uh, so Addy asked earlier in chat, uh, towards the start of the podcast, uh, what are things that are best for someone who has depression? Um, and then she said persistent depression. So what what are what are some things that can help with uh, someone who has persistent depression? Mm. Oh. Mm, I'm not okay. So I can maybe help with this one. Since uh, I, no, I, just, okay, I need to learn ahead. something. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm gonna just reiterate: not your professional. I'm not your clinician. Yep. I'm not Absolutely. here to give you medical advice. Absolutely. But, but um, 
self make sure self it's the, it's the tiny things self-care um move be functional literally just move go outside and move um exercise is huge uh because it gets the brain going um you gotta you've got to do the things like sh sh even if it's just a small success like taking a shower like even if you just get in the shower turn the water on and don't feel like bathing if that's how bad it is just get in the shower and just sit in the water and just exist underwater and then dry off you did it congratulations move on to the next task brush your teeth do the adls do the small things because if you can't do the small <laughs> things you're not going to do the big things yep oh my god I, this is that's just beautiful. That's that's just fucking beautiful. And uh, I would like to add on that because I, I have been diagnosed yeah. with that. And again, I'm not a professional, mm -hmm. but something that um, I found helps is is really go seek further through a, a psychologist, uh, someone that you can talk to that really mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. knows your brain and how it functions and everything. Of course, I know uh, this is... I mean, it's really, there's, you have this issue and it's a legitimate thing and they can, I think, further help you uh, cope with it. And in ways they can figure out how maybe it stemmed from something or maybe you've had it since birth or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So they can really help you walk through maybe the major points of it and try to um, make it more tolerable. Make it just where I, I don't know how to explain it without. I don't know. Just make it something that you have that doesn't define you. If that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. because people can have it so bad where it defines you and defines what you uh -huh. do. Yeah, I feel uh, absolutely. And, and like like he was saying earlier, I feel like um, a, a, a huge part of that is making the conscious choice to do the little things, at least mm -hmm. it, make an effort to not let it define you. Right. Yes. Because it, it, it can be debilitating. It can be absolutely crippling. Um and it's not to say that your feelings aren't valid, mm -hmm. but it is it is a choice to let it be absolutely debilitating. And uh, I, I do have another That's question true. for you, or for your pangolin. Um, okay. How so? How do you deal with explaining to people that oh, I got <laughs> out of bed today, that was success, when people don't understand that? That, that was my success today and they're like oh you're just being lazy you could push through this and be like oh yeah I did push through it I got out of bed today and that was that was the biggest thing how do you, what do you say to those yeah how, how do, do you, you explain uh, that to those people you tell them to fuck off <laughs> like it's none of their business they don't they are not important what if it's like a significant other that doesn't understand well then you really got to work on... Tell, tell them to kindly fuck off? <laughs> yeah, kindly yeah, fuck me off. Okay. Um, I, I, guess, I guess it really has to do with, with your relationship with that person sometimes. Okay. Um, to me, 
again, this now this is a deeply personal question. Because, okay. Uh, I give you, to give you context. I've been diagnosed, um, and my life nearly f- fell apart um, five years ago, uh, where I nearly I, I tried to commit suicide five years ago. Right? I had bipolar disorder, so it's it's a pretty regret like it's a gross disease. It's a gross disorder. I hate it. Um, so I put myself back together, and I realized that. If somebody gives a fuck about me, they're not going to fight me on this shit. They're just going to accept it. Yep. They're going to let me do what I have to do to get better. I love that. They're going to be. They're going to be there to poke me and prod when I'm lack when I'm when when I'm not doing enough. Because sometimes, yes, I need to be told it's you know there was a time when when I needed to be told it's time to get a job again. Yeah. Like, like they felt like I was fine. Like. But that person cared about me enough to know that that was the appropriate time to say it. Okay. So what happens if it's someone in your life that you cannot change? Like, what if it is a uh, a parent or someone that is like... Oh, that's an interesting someone one. Someone that okay. doesn't understand. Maybe you have, been, you, you have been diagnosed with this and it was mm. a success to get out of bed that day, but your parent still calls you lazy and... And you can't get away okay. from that situation. Yeah. Are you, are you asking for words? I, I mean, I guess uh, so. I just, I just know that there are some uh, that we've talked with some people that that may be some circumstances. And um, what exactly would you do? Because uh, I mean, you can't just go get new parents. And what if you can't leave either? I mean, it's mm-hmm. not something you can move out right then and there. What oh, are things mm-hmm. that you can do to? work through that or maybe explain to them or how would you go about that things that you can like absolutely not control you're not going to change their mind for it like right okay. it's just not going to happen okay? okay stop pretending that you're going to control somebody else because they they don't control you you don't control them it's the first okay. thing reality okay second again this is all just my my meanness um <laughs> this is me being me okay. um go ahead if you were my mom and you were telling me these things. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you know what, mom? I just need you to realize that I was diagnosed with this and I know you don't understand much about it and it may confuse you, but right now there are certain things I need to do and these things are successes to me that I need to move through to get to the next point. And if you understand that, that's great. It will help me, mm-hmm. but just know the way you're treating it right now is creating a barrier for me and it's making it difficult. So if you want to work with me, that's awesome. But just know I'm not going to listen to these barriers because I can't. I don't okay. have time. For Man, okay. This has been this has been fantastic. I feel like yeah, this is one of the best conversations I've had. Period. Yeah. Honestly, this has been amazing not only am i learning new things it's honestly just incredible i I feel like this can really really help people it's been an absolute fucking joy to have you on thank Mm -hmm. you it's been awesome yeah thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend here with us i appreciate it and um anytime that you're available i'd love to talk with you oh yeah um, 100 just yeah I would yeah. love to just pick yeah. your mind for hours yeah. learning as much as I could. <laughs> um, yeah, whenever I'm on. So 
before we fully sign off, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to direct people to look at? Any closing resources or something you are working on that you want people to get eyes on? Um, just be aware of mental illness. Um, if you have questions about it, Google it. Ask somebody. Don't be afraid to go to the, the doctor. Don't be afraid to, to because at the end of the day, the day it, does, it didn't hurt you to spend half an hour talking to somebody. Like, don't be afraid of it. And if you feel like you're not getting anything out of it, remember, they work for you. So you decide which doctor to see. If the therapist doesn't work, you can find another one. You're not stuck with them. Yeah. Just do them the courtesy of calling them and telling them. That's it. Just do them the courtesy. And once you find a good one, don't let, don't tell, don't let them tell you about your life. You tell them about your life and what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. What, what an incredible note to end on. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank it you. has been an absolute joy. Word. Have a, uh, a great rest of your day and thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to pop out of on air. Thank you again for your time. Thank so you. very much. Alright. Um wow. Just wow. wow, this has gone on for nearly two hours because I just this talk has been so freaking great. This has been amazing. Um if you're looking for the link, guys, it will be uh, exclamation point uh podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll give you the Apple iTunes link and our Spotify link. Um yes. it's gonna be out on anchor right after this stream. Mm-hmm. Um as always the only thing i want you guys to do is subscribe if you like it thumbs up if you like it all that great stuff but the only thing i want to actually ask you to do is share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it if you thought of somebody while listening to this you're like yep that is this person in a nutshell send them this link you never know the uh the impact that a message can give someone share a podcast with someone who needs to hear it guys and we'll see you all next week bye bye guys